Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hello, friends. Hello, internet. I'm excited. It's live stream time. I think I saw Rebecca is on here, so let me answer her question. Rebecca says, learning new technology when you want to sell something and working through that learning curve. For me, it's creating a course in Teachable, but it could be someone learning Canva, video creation, etc. Right. So Rebecca, it's really great that you recognize this where you're like, it's not teachable, right? It's your mindset about learning technology. The reality is there's always going to be new strategy to try, new tech to learn, new stuff to figure out, right? We're never done. So for example, (laughs) I spent all this weekend trying to get our Facebook ads to work because they were not working. And when I mean they were not working, they were not running, like they were not working. (laughs) They're like physically not in the world. But I'm not frustrated about that and I'm not upset about that and I'm not bothered by that because I know I'll figure it out. What is underneath? learning technology, what is that bringing up for you? So for a lot of people, there's a lot of fear about I'm going to do it wrong or I'm not going to do it right or my course isn't that good. A lot of times there is other beliefs that are actually below the tech stuff, right? The the reality of the tech stuff is like the mindset is just like, I'm going to figure it out. That's the mindset, right? The mindset is like, I'm going to just, I'm just going to keep messing with Facebook ads until I figure it out. I don't have to be frustrated. I don't have to be worried. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to anything, right? That's it. The mindset is just like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm learning. I'm going to figure it out. And the reality is you're always going to be learning new things. You're always going to be trying new things. We're doing a bunch of new crap this year that I've never done before. Just figuring it out, right? I'm going to figure it out. That's the mindset. But then look and see if there's something else under that because usually people get really fixated on the tech because that's like a really easy thing to to complain about and it like allows you to be confused right i always talk about confusion is a choice right you can be in the energy of figuring things out i'm learning teachable i'm figuring it out that's a very different energy than like i can't do the tech stuff and i don't even know how to do this and i've never done it before this is why I'm on everybody's butt lately about making stuff and selling it now. Because I know if you guys make stuff and sell it now, you will learn so much. You'll learn so much. You'll have so many lessons. And then you have all of those tools in your pocket, right? You know how to make an opt-in page. You know how to upload things into Teachable. You know how to record video. Once you kind of get over those hurdles and you figure out like, oh yeah, I actually can do that, right? Once you do it, it's not so bad right? But the reality is you're going to always be learning something new in business. The reality is if you want to be online, everyone loves to glamorize online businesses and it's awesome, right? I was just swimming in the pool before I got on this live stream. (laughs) I have a bikini on under my hoodie. (laughs) Okay. So it's awesome, right? But the reality is the online space changes fast and you have to be adaptable. And that requires you to try new things and learn new things and do things you've never done before right? It requires you to do things you've never done before. And so you have to be constantly learning new technology and new skills. And it's just part of the job. It doesn't have to be a big saga, right? It's just part of your job. Don't you guys do things at your day job or haven't you had day jobs where you do things 
that are maybe not your favorite thing or maybe not the hard thing, but it's just part of your job. It doesn't have to be a big saga. You don't have to make the tech thing a big saga, right? You don't have to indulge in confusion. Confusion is a choice. You can choose to be in the energy of, I always figure it out. You can, like, I'm, I'm not having a big saga about the Facebook ads. Like, I'm figuring it out. We're going to figure it out. No big deal. No big deal, right? But I could make that into a big saga. My launch isn't even going to work. No one's even going to sign up for my thing. Like, I'm having my lowest month ever. I could tell a bunch of stories like that, right? But I choose not to, have, not to be in a drama about it. I choose not to indulge in confusion and overwhelm and drama. I choose to be in the energy of figuring it out. We always figure it out. Of course we're going to figure it out. Of course it's going to work. My business is never not working, right? The mastermind hears this feel all the time, right? But I'm always in the energy of it's working. Of course it's going to work. My business always works. Of course I'll figure it out. I always figure it out. That's a much different energy than like, I can't do it. This is so frustrating. I don't even know how to do this. Right? It doesn't have to be a big saga. Does that make sense? So true. I always figure it out. Right. So you see, that's the mindset, Rebecca. That's that's it. Exactly. With the tech stuff is like you can choose not to be confused. You can choose not to be overwhelmed. You can choose to just let it be part of the job. This is just part of my job. Part of my job is learning new things. Part of my job is learning new technology. It's not a big saga. It doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean anything about my business. It doesn't mean my business isn't working, right? People freak out because whenever they struggle, they'll struggle with something and have a hard time and then they make it mean a bunch of stuff about them and their business. I'm bad at tech. I can't even do this. My business isn't even working. I thought I was going to launch and I'm not going to. They make it mean a bunch of stuff, right? But if I don't get the Facebook ads, I'm not afraid that my business is going to fail. And if I don't get the Facebook ads to work, I'm not afraid that my stuff isn't good. And if I don't get the Facebook ads to work this week, I'm not anything, right? It's just like, my business is working. It's working, it's working, it's working. It's never not working. There's only forward. I'm only available for forward. I'm never available for backwards. I'm unavailable for going mother effing backwards. You hear me? (laughs) So if the Facebook ads aren't working, but I'm unavailable to go backwards, I'm like, oh, well, we're just learning the lessons we need to have a bigger, better, badder launch next time. All working. It's of course it's going to work. It's always working. It's never not working. Right. It's always lining up for me. I'm always getting the lessons. We're always growing. It's always expanding. It's always working. It's never not working. You see that? That's the, the difference. Right. Between that and being confused and walking in doubt and not backing yourself and not backing your work. Right. And then that all manifests by a lot of people whining about technology. <laughs> like, right. But the reality is it's just part of the job. That's it. You don't have to make it mean anything about you. You don't have to make it a big saga. You don't have to make it dramatic. It can just be something you're learning to do as part of your job. It's just part of your job. Just part of your job. That's all. So I hope that helps. Let me know, Rebecca. Let me know. I wanted to do this other question, too, because I thought this was really good. Okay, this was really interesting, this question. I thought this was really good. And I think a lot of people resonate with this. You guys let me know. She says, how to know how much to post or how many mails to send out without being invasive? How do that, how to avoid that emotion in clients' mind of, oh God, still her. <laughs> I realize that I have it towards some coaches, bloggers, etc. Because some I feel send too much stuff. Wondering if I'm worrying for nothing. Thanks. So this is 
Such a good question, right? And this is something I think a lot of people struggle with. So you're gonna bother people, first of all. You're gonna bother people. It's your job. If you're not bothering people, you are not doing your job. <laughs> you, need to be, you need to be somewhat polarizing. You need to be in a strong energy. I'm in a strong energy, right? So I draw people to me that wanna be around me, right? That's why I have people that will buy everything I launched this year. I have people that love to be around me, that wanna be around my energy, that wanna work with me. No matter what it is, they don't even care what it is. They're just like, yeah, I want in the thing. <laughs> like they just want to be around me. And I have people that freaking hate me and cannot stand me, <laughs> right? I'm in a strong energy, right? But because people don't like me doesn't mean I'm not doing anything wrong, right? So you're making it mean if people, if people don't like you and you're annoying people and you're bothering people that you're doing something wrong. But how many of you guys see how that would really dilute my power and my message if I were worried about that? Do you guys think I come on here and I'm worried about people not liking me? Like, no, like I know sometimes when I know, you guys can see me do it on live. I'll be like, I'm going to say something that's going to piss people off. <laughs> like, no, people are not going to like this, but I'm always saying the thing. I'm never not going to say it, right? I'm committed to getting people results. I'm not committed to having people like me. So what do you care more about? Do you care more about getting people to like you and being well liked? Or do you care more about getting people results? Because the truth is like, this is not about me. You're making this about yourself. You're making this all about like, what are people gonna think about me? And I don't want people to think bad about me. And I don't wanna be judged. You're making it about you. I'm not making it about me. I'm making it about you guys, right? I'm not committed to having people like me I'm committed to getting people results, right? So are you committed to getting people results? That's the first thing. <laughs> like the second thing is um, you need to care more about not getting in front of the people that need you than you care about annoying people. So this is a really good example of this. All last year on my mental health blog, I sent almost an email every single day. I would probably say five to six days a week I emailed my email list right? And a lot of people unsubscribed, but a lot of people also read every single one of those emails. And I was more worried about, because this is my mental health blog, right? This is women that have depression and anxiety. One of our biggest drivers of traffic on that site is a blog post called, I hate my life. <laughs> people Googling, I hate my life, right? These are people that are struggling, that are in a hard spot. And I'm more worried about not getting in front of the women that need me. I'm more worried about the women that feel alone, that don't have anyone supporting them. I'm more worried about not reaching those women than I'm worried about the people unsubscribing, that I'm worried about annoying people, that I'm worried about the people that think I send too many emails. Do you think people thought I sent too many emails? 100%, for sure. Probably half of my list was like, why the F is this girl emailing me so much? Like, it's Faith again? Like whatever. And maybe they roll their eyes and maybe they don't open it. Maybe they unsubscribe, whatever. But the reality was there were thousands of women that read those emails every single day. What do you care more about? I care more about not reaching someone. The idea, the possibility that someone needs to hear from me is more important to me than if someone not liking me and thinking I'm annoying. What do you care more about? Right? To me, it's always more important like, what if I don't say what I think the truth is on these live streams and I water it down and I, I make everything a lot more likable and a lot more calm and a lot more watered down? But what if I don't say the thing that someone needs to hear, right? I mean, that's what I care more about. I care more about the people that need my message than I care about people liking me. And it's not about me. It's about you.
right? So is this about you and is is this about your client? And if it's really about your client, what is the best way to serve them, right? I care more about the women that were reading those emails, the thousands of women that were reading those emails every single day. I cared more about them than I cared about the people who thought I was annoying, who thought I shouldn't send as many emails, right? It's like, which one is more important to you? Entrepreneurship for frustrated women who work in corporate America. Linda, what do you mean? Is that a question? (laughs) Is that a a statement? Entrepreneurship for frustrated women who work in corporate America. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think like your job that you have that sucks can be like the biggest blessing you had. So I worked in a very toxic work environment that was very not suited for me. I was very unhappy. I used to cry in my car on the way to work like every other day, I would cry like in the bathroom, not because anything horrible was happening, just because I was so generally unhappy. I would just like go in the bathroom once in a while and just kind of weep, just like from being so miserable, (laughs) right? And at the time I was like, this is the worst effing thing that's ever happened to me. I have the worst boss, I can't get out of here. I applied for a billion jobs, no one will hire me. I was just like so distraught about how wrong this job was and how horrible it was. But wouldn't you know, That is what gave me the motivation to get my business off of the ground. And your girl busted her butt. I busted my butt for a year to be able to quit that job and work for myself. And I don't know if I would have had the fire and burning desire to bust my butt to make it happen if I hadn't had that job. So you never know how things are serving you. A lot of times the things that we think are the worst things in our life are actually massively serving us and setting us up in ways we can't even see yet. So... I know that's an annoying answer if you don't like your job, but (laughs) you can either focus on how much you hate it or you can focus on how is it serving you. So how is it serving you, right? And the other thing about working a job you don't like that I think a lot of people forget is like, you can quit. You're choosing to be there. You're not a slave. You're not a slave, right? You might look at your situation and decide that's the best choice for you right now, right? You might look at your situation and say, actually, I would like to stay there and I would really like to have that paycheck, right? And leaving it scares me too much. But you are choosing that. It is your choice, right? A lot of people get stuck in these jobs and then tell themselves, get very disempowered. People Don't let, don't let your job take your power away from you. You're powerful, right? You're choosing to be there. And the reality is you can quit. You don't have to be there. No one's making you stay there. So, and I'm saying that as a way for you to take your power back. When we take responsibility that we create all the results in our life that we're in charge, this is how I do it. I don't like all the market research stuff going around lately. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'll tell you guys, if you wanna hear my unpopular opinion about market research, <laughs> give me some hearts if there's still hearts on here. So everyone and their mom is like, yay, hearts, okay. <laughs> all of the business coaches lately are running around like market research, nail your niche, like get your market research, ask your audience, like blah, 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 all this stuff. And this is what I think. I think I say the things that I'm called to say. I think I have a message. So it's not, to me, it's not about, it is about you guys and it's about helping you guys, but it's about me being me, right? I'm not gonna change my language or the things that I'm called to say. I'm not gonna change my message because my core message comes from my heart and my soul, right? The things I teach about, the courses I make, like we just, the mastermind has heard this story. Maybe I told it on here, I can't remember, but we just changed our entire launch last week. Because I told Brianna, I was like, I'm not aligned with that offer. It's not the right offer. It's not, it's not what I'm called to say. <laughs> so we, we, the week before all of this stuff goes live, changed all of the ads, all of the ad copy, all of the landing pages, the sales page, 
the email, everything. Cause I was like, I'm actually called to speak on this other topic. Right. And it's not about, to me, it's not about sounding a certain way to get you to buy things. To me, it's about standing in my power. Cause when I stand in my power and I'm myself and I speak my core true message, I am attracting people to me because I'm mother effing powerful and I show up like a leader and I don't need your market research because my people find me and we do the thing together, right? The people that want to work with me want to work with me because they like how I speak. They like how I do things. They like how I see things. They like my thoughts, right? A lot of times on live stream, I'm just coming on here and sharing some of my thoughts with you guys, right? The way I see things and think, but I'm never like going on the sales page, like, let me make my language the most appealing possible. I'm making my sales page like, how do I make this feel the most like me? How do I make my message the most powerful it can be? How do I sound more like me and stand more in my truth and show up more like a leader and be more, stand more in my power, right? How do I do that? And it's not about catering to them. It's not about using specific languages. It's not about any of that stuff to me. It's just not right. It's because I'm speaking from a core message that is in my heart and soul. Like, what are you called to say? I would never, and I ask, I ask you guys all the time what you're struggling with. I'm obsessed with it, right? I'm always, cause I'm always thinking about how do I get people results? How do I get them results? Cause I want you guys to win. How can I help them? How can I help them? How can I grow this community? How can I help more people? How can I have more impact? I'm obsessed with it. I think about it all the time. And if you guys look in this Facebook group, I ask you all the time, probably at least once a week, I ask people, what are you struggling with? What are you struggling with? What are you struggling with? I want to help you. Let me know what you're struggling with. And I'm always looking at that, but it's not in like a creepy market researchy way where I'm like, let me see what they're struggling with to make my course because my course is always going to be the things that I'm called to say. My courses and my programs are always going to be what I'm led to say in my message in the most powerful way that I can put it together in a container. Right. I'm never like looking at what you guys are struggling with, like, oh, like, you know, 72 percent of people said this or that, because the reality is like if you guys if you guys all said you didn't want what I'm about to sell, I would still make the thing because it's for it's for me. Right. It's like I have to do it. I don't know how else to say it, but it's like it's part of who I am. It's part of my soul. It's part of my purpose. It's what I'm here to do and what I'm here to say. Right. My course impact is about this. This is this is how you will stand out, too, because this is what everyone's doing. Everyone's running around looking at what everyone else is saying. Like, how do I say the things to like be popular? How do I get everyone to like me? If you can just stand in your power and be like, look, I have something mother effing to say. You guys need to listen to me. I'm going to get you results. And like, this is what I'm about. And you're not afraid to be you and you're not afraid to be seen and you show up like a leader, you will stand out because everyone else is like wander, running around with these watered down messages. And I think the market research thing is contributing to that because everyone's like, pull your audience, ask them what they're struggling with, like make your program. And I'm like, yeah, like I think about that, right? I'm obsessed with it, like I said, but I think what's more important and what I spend more time thinking about is like, what am I called to say? How do I show up in a powerful way to say the things that I'm called to say? That is a conversation that is left out. And that's why I have a podcast about this called like, I don't know, something about avatars, my unpopular opinion about avatars. And it's kind of about this too, because there was a time people are doing this with market research, but there was a time where everyone was doing this with avatars. People are just running around, know your avatar, know your avatar, got to know your avatar, know your avatar, know your avatar. And I just was so annoyed with it. And I was like, it's not about your avatar. It's about you. Like, what are you here to say? It's not about them. It's not about them. It's about you. What is your message? What are you here to say? Who are you? What is your voice? Like no one spends any time thinking about that. They're all trying to like think about like what car their avatar drives, but they don't even know themselves. They don't even know what they're here to say. 
they don't they haven't spent any time thinking about their message so they haven't spent any time thinking about their message what they're called to say what's on their heart and soul what's aligned for them and then people start doing market research and thinking about their avatar and what kind of coffee she buys and it drives me nuts <laughs> so i kind of think of market research like that it's like yeah it's helpful but what's more helpful is like knowing like what's right for you what are you called to talk about and then let me see you got a second question too how do you sell the benefits of a coaching program or course when the results will depend on the effort the student puts in? Yeah, I mean, I don't guarantee results. So I look at this like a gym membership, okay? <laughs> like the gym isn't responsible for your results, right? January 1st, everyone buys their gym membership. We all get a year gym membership, right? We're ready, we're, we're doing the thing. The gym isn't going like, oh my God, like some people didn't get results and some people are actually gaining weight and my program doesn't work. The gym is just the gym. <laughs> the gym just holds the space. All I do is hold the space. You guys want to transform. You want to do the thing. You want to learn. You want someone to back you. You want new thoughts. You want new beliefs. You want to go to the next level. I got you. I'm going to hold the space for you. I hold transformational space for my students, right? I energetically hold the space for you but I'm not responsible for your results. You're responsible for your results, right? If you get a gym membership, the gym is not responsible for your results. You're responsible for your results. The gym just holds the space, right? So some people will get a gym membership and get in the best shape of their lives January 1st, the next year, they're like shredded. And then others of us, like myself right now, <laughs> will be in the worst shape they've ever been in, right? So, you know, it's the gym, it's not about, it's not the gym's job to guarantee results. It's the gym's job to provide the tools for a transformation, right? I provide the resources for you to have a transformation. And that's it, I'm not connected to your results. I'm really not. And you can't energetically be connected to people's results or take responsibility for their results because it actually does them a disservice, right? Because I'm always asking, I want my people to show up like leaders. I wanna make a community of leaders, of powerful leaders. I want you to show up in a powerful way. And if I want that, I cannot handhold you and baby you. You can ask the mastermind. I don't handhold them. I don't baby them. I give them the tools, right? We have the things. You want to come to get coaching. You want to ask questions. You want to participate in Blogathon. If you want to do it, the tools are there. But I'm not babying you. We're not sending out reminder emails. We're not like, do, it's like you do it or don't. Like, but I'm not attached, right? My job is just to be the gym. I just hold the space and have the tools there for the transformation. And I believe in you. I believe you can do it right? But it's completely 100% up to them. I don't take any responsibility for their results. Their results are up to them, right? And it's like, also like, I believe in my clients. Like, I believe you guys are powerful. So if you think that you're responsible for your people's transformation, you're taking away their power. I don't think your guys' transformation comes from me. I think you're powerful. I think you create your results, right? So if you believe in your clients, you can't be responsible for their results. When you believe you're responsible for their results, you think you're more powerful than them. I don't think that. I think you guys are the experts in you. I think you know more about you than I'll ever know about you, right? Do I think I can help you? Like, sure, yeah, I think I, I, think I can help you. I think I can coach you. I think I can help you get results. Like, absolutely, sure. But, but your success isn't contingent on working with me. I think you get to be successful no matter what, because I believe in you as a powerful entity and leader on your own. Does that make sense? So if you're taking responsibility, if I take responsibility for your results, what you're really saying is like, I don't think you're as powerful as me. I think I'm, I think I'm responsible for you. But I don't think that. I think you guys are the most powerful. Does that make sense? <laughs> I love this gym analogy. Yeah, I, I like... 
I said it on a live stream once and then I've just been saying it nonstop because it makes a lot of sense to me, right? Because it's so true because people get all different results when they buy a gym membership, right? And it's like the gym isn't responsible. The gym is just there. Don't open up a physical store, then sit there for months waiting for their customers to tell them what they should fill their store with. Exactly. Rebecca, I love that. Now we're just killing some analogies today. Y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have customers telling you what to make in your store. It's like your brand, right? It's like you're the one. Okay. I will talk to you guys soon. All right. I hope you guys have a good day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special, and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own, and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.